Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 405, The Fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. According to the Gospel this weekend, we're called to be good for something. Real and active ingredients in the mix of life. Not just unfathomable religious observers who undertake mysterious repetitions of rituals without any reference to the world around us, or having no impact on the lives of those around us, especially those most in need. No, Jesus came to show us that being part of the family of God is something that all are invited to, and it's an authentic service of God that has real and practical effects on the welfare of those around us. We're called to be salt, light, and a city built on a hilltop. On the 1600th anniversary of the death of the great scripture scholar and biblical translator St. Jerome, Pope Francis announced a new Sunday celebration. Around the world it's to be celebrated, usually on the third Sunday of Ordinary Time, but our local conference of bishops here in Australia have moved it to the first Sunday in February, due to our national holiday celebration overlapping it earlier. This celebration will be known and commemorated as the Sunday of the Word of God. Also, in this week focusing on the Word of God, has everyone discovered that wonderful gift to the whole church that is the prayer of the church, also known as the Liturgy of the Hours or the Divine Office? This is an official series of prayers and particularly psalms and readings for the different parts of each day. This, of course, is not just for priests and religious, but for all people in the church. This prayer of the church has prayers for seven different times during the day, the Office of Readings for Morning Prayer, Mid-Morning Prayer, Midday Prayer, Afternoon Prayer, Evening Prayer, and of course Night Prayer. You can access these prayers by going on to some online services like Universalis, and of course there are books available with all of the set of four weekly cycles of prayers. This is so we can truly savour God's living word day and night. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Love, it is patient, the greatest gift in all creation. A gift that's lighter than the words of you, not resentful, but gaining joy in truth. O come, let us worship God, and bow low before the God who made us, for he is the Lord our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and peace and goodness to you all. Welcome as we gather to reflect upon God's Word on this Sunday of the Word of God and to encounter Christ's presence in His Word and Sacrament. Coming together as brothers and sisters on this Sunday of the Word of God, let us ask the Father's forgiveness, for He is full of gentleness and compassion.
you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Let us pray for God's protection. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Is this not the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call 
and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the noonday. The Word of the Lord A light rises in the darkness for the upright. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who take delight in all his commands. They are lights in the darkness for the upright. They are generous, merciful, and just. Good people take pity and lend. They conduct their affairs with honor. The just will never waver. They will be remembered for ever. They have no fear of evil news. With firm hearts they trust in the Lord. With steadfast hearts they will not fear. Open-handed they give to the poor. Their justice stands firm for ever. Their heads will be raised in glory. A light rises in the darkness for the upright. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the light of the world, says the Lord. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill 
cannot be hidden. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before human beings, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord The three images in the Gospel are powerful and wonderful this weekend. We are to be salt, light, and a city built on a hilltop. What's interesting about these three images is that they're not self-serving. The purpose of these three things is to serve the needs of others. Salt adds flavour to food. Light helps show the way. And a city gathers a community together, shares resources and skills, and supports the good of all. So too the kingdom of God. It's not for what I can get out of it, but rather what I can give to God and others. Salt is really valuable and important, but it's only really useful when it's mixed with food or water, or interacts with food, to flavour, preserve and purify it. Our faith only makes sense when it mixes in with practical actions and loving care and charity. In different parts of different Gospels, there's a similar idea used by our Lord. Our identity and the Kingdom of God is involved with being mixed well into the rest of life, whether it's salt mixed into food or leaven kneaded well into the dough, both give that image of really immersing oneself into life and mixing in with and lifting up the whole to new levels, transforming it for the better. In the first reading, we have the question posed, what kind of fasting pleases you most, O God? And the Lord answers, A true and pleasing fast to me is shown by feeding the hungry, helping the homeless, clothing the naked, loosening the unjust bonds that tie up the poor, breaking yokes and freeing from slavery, stopping speaking badly of others, and ending gossiping and slandering of others, avoiding any kind of hateful speech, refraining from pointing fingers. Jesus shows us the vision of the kingdom that involves practical kindness and care of others, contributing to the raising up of the dignity of others and the increase of compassion. Light guides our steps and draws us to safety. And of course, a huge, attractive, welcoming city on a hill cannot be hidden. It's seen by all and it inspires us and draws people to it. If any of God's servants spent their days performing the actions of the disciple, but like someone who's play-acting or going through the motions, we would be as useless as stale salt, and as unhelpful as a light that was never turned on, and as uninspiring and repulsive as a city hidden away and unwelcoming. If our Lord intends his disciples and his church to be like a lighthouse, then the following excellent quote makes a lot of sense. Lighthouses don't primarily blow horns, they just shine. So the shining light of their example is much more of a guide and inspiration than a whole lot of hot air and noise. In the second reading, we again see the instruction that it is absolutely vital that we put our hope and dependence on God and not merely our own human willpower, our own strength or ambitions. 
We're disciples of the kingdom of God, and we're not here to build up the kingdom of self. The readings this weekend clearly point us to how we are to live as disciples, to be generous, merciful and just, and to share of oneself, a sharing that hurts and can be a cross to carry. But with God's grace, we can be that disciple. Salt, light, a city. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Coming together as God's people and having listened to the good news, we now turn to God in sincere prayer. For Pope Francis and our Bishop Mark, that through their encouragement and example, we may be salt of the earth and light of the world. Lord, hear us. For our world, that through the witness of our day-to-day -day lives, Many will come to recognise Jesus as the light of the nations. Lord, hear us. For your church, that we may be active in sharing our bread with the hungry and sheltering the homeless. Lord, hear us. For this community, that by living lives of service, we may draw others to praise the Lord. Lord, hear us. For the dead, that their sins may be forgiven especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Bountiful God, we strive to do your will and experience your forgiveness. We ask you humbly to hear our prayers that we present through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. 
it will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O Lord our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so with a company of angels and saints we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. To you therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis our Pope and Mark our Bishop and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and our Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, 
in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father, Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the Blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them, as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with the sign of faith, and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, 
Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Let them thank the Lord for his mercy, his wonders for the children of men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul, and the hungry he fills with good things. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. 
since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. O God, who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live, that made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful and grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky. The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER 2023. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. This day I will arise Today I arise Today I arise This day I